fingertips on the little bronze scales. The people and the suns and the moons on the scales would tell me picture stories in my mind. Sophia knelt in front of the cabinet. She looked at the field of shield-shaped scales. Each had a different sign or symbol. Roland knelt next to her. Their shoulders touched. Sophia held her fingertips over one of the scales embossed with the moon. She closed her eyes. When she touched the scale, she was engulfed by a warm breeze that blew through her hair and made the gossamer dress she wore cling and flutter against her legs and torso. A full moon illuminated the cobalt sky above and the verdant earth below. Hundreds of firefly specks swirled around her feet, lifted her into the night sky, and whisked her to the highest peak of a golden mountain. Sophia stood there on that mountaintop and put her head back. She framed the moon in the open arc of her raised arms. A shaft of silver moonlight poured down on her. Everywhere she looked she saw the light. It was above, below, and to her every side. Sophia became the sky and the moon. She was the warm breeze. She was the fluttering dress. She was the golden mountain. She became one with the light. Every heart that ever beat now beat with hers, and she knew every joy and every sorrow that ever was or ever would be. Roland saw the blissful look on Sophia's radiant face. He found a sunburst on one of the scales, closed his eyes, and gently touched it. In an instant, Roland was racing across that same living sky. He wore golden armor and rode on the back of a winged warhorse, also clad in shining golden armor. In the near distance, a swirling sun sent forth a fiery bolt that tore the sky in two. Light poured from that trembling tear and caressed the pale silver moon in its white halo. And the moon took that gift of light and sent it in an ever-narrowing stream down through the clouds to the mountains of the earth. Though the earth looked no larger than a closed fist, Roland could see Sophia standing on the golden mountaintop with her hands raised to the sky. His willful Pegasus carried him to that place, to that living column of light. Roland found it useless to pull the reins right or left. The horse would not obey. Unable to change his course, Roland surrendered. He let go of the reins and opened his arms wide. As he came closer and closer, his golden armor fell away. His Pegasus faded into sparkling dust that trailed behind him. Roland plunged into the never-ending river of light and into Sophia's waiting arms. They drank in the nectar of that embrace until a clap of thunder and the hissing rush of a rain shower brought them back to the moment. Sophia fell back on her heels. She still had her eyes closed, but the vision was gone. Roland fell forward against the cabinet. They were both giddy and with unsteady, almost drunken movements, got to their feet. Sophia had to speak. You too? Roland took a deep breath. Oh, yes, me too. They helped each other back to the work table. How could we be in the same dream? she asked. I do not know, but we were. It happened. 
This is something that cannot be explained, said Sophia. This could only be experienced, Roland added with a slight grin. He held out his arms, and Sophia came to him. She held him close and put her cheek next to his. They stood there, unwilling to move. He felt at peace and secure in what he was doing and whatever he would do. Sophia felt the earth beneath her feet. She knew this was where she belonged. Sophia was the one to pull away. She petted Roland's hair and ran her closed hand down his cheek onto his scruffy beard. We have much work to do. Yes, we do.